Welcome to She Gets It Podcast. These are my thighs. You at the right place, my place, this show, She Gets It Podcast. Let's go. Welcome to She Gets It Podcast. I run my mouth about damn near everything. Um, So my topics are going to vary. Do I have a day where I post? And I don't post. No, I do not. I post whenever I feel like that shit needs to be posted up. Um, so I hope you scroll through and you find like a topic you want to hear about or discuss or you are curious about. And I hope you have some fun. Uh, please uh, subscribe if you're if you like if you're interested. And please leave your comments on Apple Podcast app or on Google. Or on Spotify, and you could always email me, and my IG is she gets it pod. And let's get into today's episode. Kiki, you first. <laughs> That's a rare. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> rare. <laughs> we in here rare. <laughs> Okay, now you sound like you're underwater. I don't think Casey can hear us. Well, he probably can hear us, but we can't hear him. I'm going to wait and I'm going to try it again. Goddamn, goddamn, goddamn! Mm, She's not working! Damn! What the fuck? I heard you come in and I was out. I feel like this is... Yeah, I can hear you now. But it's, it's still going in and out. Oh my god. It's still going in and out. This shit is fucking aggravating. It is, because I be recording with other people and it don't do this shit. It just... And it's always when we want to do this episode. I think it's the feds. Right. <laughs> Okay, where Kiki at? Mm-hmm. Remember her phone on D&D. But that don't matter. She should still see the text. Not when it's on D&D. I still see text on D&D. I can see the text, but I don't see that I got one. Oh. Well, I told her I was sending it. <clears throat> oh, she can hear us, but she ain't even showing him my thing. Wow. Oh my god. Oh shit. I'm texting her. Okay. She said, one moment, please. <laughs> I think. Do you think if I send it to y'all separately, it'll probably work better? That might. Okay. 
That's what I'm gonna do. Uh huh. You can't hear her, nobody. And I hear y'all. Oh. <laughs> 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 Talking about this shit. We gotta, uh, niggas is trying to figure out how to, niggas is googling how to make weed butter and shit. Like we're not trying to figure all this shit out. I can't. Oh lord. Okay, that's different. <laughs> we googling how to make weed butter. We googling how to make shea butter. We googling how to make <laughs> weed uh, lace wig. Okay, how to do our own hair? How to cut our own beards and shit? I cannot. <sighs> okay. Well, hey everybody. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. This is She Gets It and Friends. We have Kiki and Casey tonight. Hola. What's up? As I um, fucking got my grapes. We really been trying to get this episode to y'all and it's just... For the know. past 90 days. But not 90 days, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... We had to make sure our backgrounds were clear. Listen, right. No, so smoking, no smoking greenery. We cleared the FBI. We G14 classified. Listen. Oh. Listen. Listen. TSA pre-board. <laughs> Swipe and go. <laughs> I can't. So uh, we just really wanted to talk about the fact that y'all money about to be gone in 2020. <laughs> oh, God, right we wanted to focus basically on like the recession and is there going to be a recession? What may happen in the recession? And basically how to prepare for that shit. Right. So let me intervene. So I haven't done research on this. I only know about it because YouTube brought it to my attention. So I may need some educational and I may ask some questions. All right. That's fine. All I know is it's coming up, I want to say either 2020, 2021 or 2022. I know that's broad, but I know that's usually when it comes up. And it's a recession usually hits. It's a cycle. It usually hits not annually. I want to say maybe like five, not five, but maybe like eight to ten years, I believe. To give everybody like who don't know, like what is a recession exactly? Basically, what happens in a recession? I got this. A bitch got motherfucking notes. Yes, <laughs> come on. Basically, it's society, the government, basically dragging their feet on the fact that they're hiking up fucking prices for shit, but the way of living and the things that people buy and the products and the consumer goods is not matching their needs. So you know how you're basically you're so basically everything the price of everything is going up in the and your pay isn't changing. Right. <laughs> oh, what's that? That's been going on. But you but but it comes a time where yes, you can go ahead and deal with it, but then it comes a time where somebody's going to run out of money. 
Oh, so it comes to the point where you're drowning. You can't keep your head above water. Exactly. Right. And and then mm-hmm. you have companies that are drowning because they're trying to keep their lights on and keep their business afloat, but they got to pay their workers. But what happens when they run out of money? You get layoffs. So right. it's, kind of, it's kind of like somebody has to change something. So my thing is, it's stupid because the fact that we have so many years in the past of examples of this shit it's kind of like, why aren't y'all putting something in place to prevent it coming next time? It's like they keep allowing it to come just to see how people deal. Because they're not affected by it. It's crazy. So, um, in a recession, you can expect high interest rates on cards, leases, cars that you may have, less job pay, low stock market, increased unemployment, increased national debt. Mind you, the American dollar is already in the negatives and we just print in Monopoly money because we owe so many people shit. Right. Um, home prices are going to be on decline so fewer people can afford homes which is going to drive up the cost for home buyers which is going to make more people rent because the reality is my job is not paying me enough to go ahead and put this down payment on this home. I didn't prepare to pay X, Y, and Z. These people are sitting on this house that they want to sell because they already got their new house, so they're hiking up the price because their needs are more. So it's Actually, kind of like- no. Actually, it's, it's, the, it's the reverse. Because with, with the home part of it, when the recession hits, people are selling their houses because they can't afford them. Right. So it's kind of like it's either... You like okay, nobody can afford my house, so I have to drop my price, and then it becomes like is in the buyer's favor, or people get stubborn and be like, "I'm not moving my price because I know my house is worth it." Nah, during a recession, it's usually a buyer's market. Mm. So, and anybody trying to buy in 2020, 2021? <laughs> uh, yeah, you should be saving your money. Right. Save your money, fixing your credit, doing everything that you need to do. And if you need any help, contact me. Yes, he is selling houses, okay? Whole houses. Real life. Um, so basically it's kinda like, you know, when you be like you go in the store and something be brand new and be like, damn, that price is too much. Let me wait until the price drop a little bit. That's basically how the housing is gonna be. Um as far as there are going to be a lot of layoffs because companies can't pay their workers. Um, Hence income, people selling their houses. That too. <laughs> it's, um, expect like income inequality because demand for growth is getting greater. And people's living standards are changing, but these jobs out here still want you to work off of $10 an hour. Right. Like realistically... Nobody should be working for less than $16 an hour because everything is going up. Wow. Like the only people that should be working less than $16 an hour on a given should be teenagers. And even that, I don't think you're going to be affording an iPhone. You might get you a little Android. You know what I'm saying? It just doesn't make any sense. Because you have something called motherfucking inflation, okay? And the prices of goods and services are getting higher. Some is understandable and then some is not. And um, I think a lot of apps are around that's giving us like discounts for shit that we're going to buy, which is cool. 
But on the other hand, it's kind of like, what else is going to help me? Mm. But you know all this shit is called, right? It's what? I said, but you know what all this shit is called, right? It's what? (laughs) Capitalism. Oh, yeah. (laughs) United States of America. All this shit is is capitalism, and all it is is a fucking cycle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's why you have people hiding their money in other countries. Right. It's just it's just annoying. So have your parents ever in the past experienced a recession or changed anything with how y'all lived, how y'all was set up or anything like that? Um I feel like if they did, I didn't notice. Me neither. Right. I know we had relocated to a smaller space when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, like around Mm, like 0809 I think it was a recession there right yeah like 0809 yeah yeah that's when I graduated college that's when I graduated high school mm. um yeah. hmm. I was working I mean I was always working I was working too but I, I just never felt like, dang, you want me to work for $5.55? Like, I never felt <laughs> that. I think around that time, I was a detention officer. What? And, huh? Oh, you, oh you was a fed. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Who think you're Casey Rue? <laughs> I think around that time, I was probably a detention... No, I was a detention officer. I was a detention officer, and I think I started working at a law firm, too. So I was working, like, two jobs. Two full-time jobs, actually. I was working two... Oh, was that when I was a um, paralegal? Oh. I was working two part-time jobs and going to school full-time. I wasn't getting no sleep. Well, I was in high school. paralegal then. I think I was a paralegal then because I feel like that's around the time the recession was going on. It was a lot of foreclosures, and there was so many going on in Florida that the federal the federal government came down to like regulate all kinds of shit, like hitting banks up to like regulate their files. And our firm got hit like real, real bad, and they and like they shut the firm down, like completely closed it. Yeah, like the firm got closed. Damn. Mm. Well, see, I don't know if I felt it, but I know in college I was definitely swiping my my debit card for a Marta token when I ain't have no money and get that thirty dollar <laughs> that thirty dollar charge. Damn that overdraft fee. Yes, because I needed to go to class and I needed to go home, and I was like, "Fuck, I know I ain't got it." And that was when they was just transitioning to from the coin to the card. And they would have like an officer there sometimes, and he would be like, "Oh no, you didn't put it." I'm like, "Yes, I did." No, and then well, I put in the motherfucking penny. But I'm better now. (laughs) I'm safe now. (laughs) Okay, girl. Whatever we that night. Oh my god! Well, I was in high school, so I was just working at Chick Fil A. I ain't had no worries. They're old black guy hating asses. All right. Oh. All right. <laughs> Leave the waffle fries alone. So um, <laughs> the question that may come up in a recession would be, should you buy a house? 
Right. That's my question. So sellers who can no longer afford their mortgages or are in need of fast money now should probably be negotiating um, selling their house. Like buyers have an up on negotiating. Casey, would you agree? Either that or refinancing. Mm. Is refinancing a house good to do? I mean, it's like, refinan- it's like refinancing a car. You could do it for a lower interest rate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. I like. I have family that refinance their house damn there three times. I'm just like, when the hell are you gonna pay this shit off? They refinance their house three times. Yes. Mm-hmm. They refinance three times, or they took like a home equity loan three times. Refinance their house three times. Mm-hmm. And I know one time when she did refinance her house. God bless my auntie. She um updated the kitchen. Mm-hmm. But I know the other two times she gave that money to her husband in Jamaica. Oh. Mm. But y'all ain't heard that from me though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, I don't know nothing. <laughs> I mean, I don't know her life. I don't know her story. So. Yeah. <laughs> Another question would be like, how I long... personally wouldn't do it, but I know. Right. Like, how... How long is this shit going to last? Like, how long is the recession going to last? Now, from what I was reading, they said most recessions last about 12 months. Some are 18 (laughs) months. And then I saw some that said a year and a half to, like, a year to a year and a half. Yeah. The last one we were in, it lasted uh, quite a while. And what sucks is, let's say we're in, you know, a time frame of a certain president or politics and then somebody new comes in office everybody always looks to like that new person in office to fix it and it's kind of like you can't really quickly fix a recession it doesn't work like that like you'll spend your whole term trying to band-aid up some shit from the last bullshit but you're really not gonna fix it i really feel like a lot of people were looking at obama like fix it and it's like nigga you know how many how much shit he gotta fix yeah. Well, it's kind of like your credit. You could fuck it up overnight, but to fix it is going to take years. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like trust, actually. It's like anything. You can fuck <laughs> anything up overnight, but to get but to fix that shit, oh, it's going to take a while. Mm-hmm. I'll go outside and fuck my car right now. You know how long it's going to take it to get it fixed? Weeks. And how much money it's going to have to get it fixed? Right. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> the coins, <laughs> which brings me to the next question: How can you and how can I fix it? So these are like some things that you should not do in a recession, and you should do in a recession. Mm-hmm. So it says, don't borrow money in a recession. Um, which is so crazy because whenever like tax time comes close, you see a lot of like. Um, people advertising, hey, um, come get your tax money now and you can pay it later. When it's kind of like, why are you letting somebody else dip into your pockets of money you're going to get? Why don't you just wait? But people agree. I know people agree, but it's kind of like impatientness. You're going to pay more money because you're impatient? 
Let me tell you, nine times out of ten, these are people that owe so much. They're not gonna pay nobody back, no way. So, so you put yourself, you adding another hole into your shit. Yeah, because they don't care. That's crazy. Um, they said you should reduce your interest rates on shit. Yeah, definitely. Um, if you save money, you can have more options, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Also, if your job um, does job cuts, if you ain't pivotal, you may be like on an out. So if you're not good, um, like bouncing back and finding other jobs, my thing is this: if you're at a job and you don't really love it, you should always be looking elsewhere. I'm not saying completely dip out, but if your your mentality ain't there, you get in there and you hella stressed, or you know like this job is not going to make it through a recession, or they're definitely going to do some layoffs, right now should be like a good time on you planning and looking. It's not even that. I also feel like this, if you can, because a lot of people in, in certain situations, they can't, but if you can, have another job, have another, have a side hustle, have something else going on for you. Because while you're working that job to pay the bills, and if you don't need that extra money from that other job, put that money away. So just in case something happens, you still have one, that job to fall back on, mm-hmm. and two, those stacks of checks to last you forever, how long? True. What you, what you think, Kiki? I just want a house. <laughs> Kiki, like I am in line waiting for my twenty twenty. <laughs> like I just want a home. Kiki, just like bitch, just give me a house. So when the landlord hits me with that letter that they increasing my rent because the X, Y, and Z, I don't need, I don't need nobody increasing my rent. My mortgage is still gonna be the same. They're not gonna raise my interest. They ain't gonna do none of that when I buy my house. Speaking of, let me tell y'all, I got a sign from God today, right? I mm. went riding down Northside Drive, minding my business. Mm. No, you wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Centennial Place calls me, like, um, it's time for us to, like, renew your lease. I was like, my lease ain't up until March. And, and she was like, well, we normally um, like to get everyone started 120 days out. Bitch, when did y'all start doing that? I've been here seven years. Right. Well, you never th- called me no one twenty four. It's probably been sixty days prior to. Yeah. So well, that was fine. So what? So what are you thinking? I don't want to renew. I don't want to renew either. And they already t- like they already took like I paid my rent this past month. They was like. So you at your eighteenth, your eighteenth month. So we usually um, tell you what it's going to go up to. So they're going up to um, nine hundred, which is fr- like okay, that's better than most of what I would be paying for the size I have. But then it was like, so my lease is not up till March. But I'm just like, I don't even want to be in here in March. But the the Thing is, I don't have enough money to be moving, putting down payments on somewhere new in March. Like, I don't want to, especially with two kids in schools and uh, camps and shit. It's just like, that shit is like so frustrating. So, 
It's kind of like I just have to eat it. Mm-hmm. I just have to eat it because the move is not worth it, and um, I'm not prepared. And the only thing that really saved me with me switching jobs this year was definitely my safety net of savings. I have six different savings accounts for multiple reasons. One, I got motherfucking kids. Two, I want to buy a house. Three, I just need like backup for emergencies. People should have at least three months of income for emergencies. That's standard, which you should have. But a lot of people... I heard it was six. Well, if you got a good, good job, you could do six. But the reality is most people don't have the discipline to just sit and look at six months. Yeah. Six savings. months of what? Savings? Savings, yeah, for emergency. Yeah, I think I'll be... I'll, I'll just be... Y'all ass will be at home good, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> I'll be unemployed for six months. Listen, <laughs> like I, like I, I bitch. If I get fired today, I'm looking for a job to my bro. I mean, I'm I won't be actively looking, but I'll be looking here and now and then. All right. No, see, see, <laughs> see, I took like two months off of working a job, but I was not like not looking. So I was looking. But at the same time, I'm not just going to go to any job because I don't want to keep jumping from, you know, shit to shit. And no, bitch, I, I'll go to any job because I ain't got nothing. Well, that's you, though. But when you got two <laughs> other people to feed, it's kind of like, what are the benefits? Yeah. And right now, my ben- right now, my two major things are my time and the amount of money so I can go ahead and, you know, you know, maintain um but in the meantime even while i'm at multiple jobs i'm still looking so i think people should never get comfortable Mm -hmm. never get comfortable and yes there there have been days where the money that i'm making from doing podcasting has like got me gas or groceries and all types of other shit, but that's something still that you're using your time to go ahead and do episodes, using your time to go ahead and, you know, get into, like, what people are, you know, interested in talking about or what was going on, and you just have to be very proactive in accumulating money and to be able to maintain whatever you need. Right. Um, A lot of people don't get that. A lot of people feel like Oh, I got a job, but it's just not working. It's not the job that's not working. It's you that's not working. Hello. So. Facts. <laughs> I just I just need people to get more prepared because there's a lot of jobs out here. But when you get to a certain age, you just can't be working a job just to be working a job because your body getting old as shit. You need to be going to the doctor. You need benefits. Um, I feel attacked. <laughs> Me personally, going from going from a job that has, you know, retirement options, um, health benefits, to going to a job that doesn't, uh-huh. all you getting is a motherfucking discount. It's kind of like, ah, Chapo, this ain't this ain't doing shit for you. Really, it's not putting right. it in shit. But I just have to keep 
something coming in for right now until something new arrives and you just have to constantly be on the lookout. You like you always have to constantly like have your resume on pivot updated. Mm-hmm. Um see what else you can like look online and see, you know, how the new Excel works or whatever. Like these people is really not caring about what's on this resume, but can you do it? Right. Like people have to be able to know software and know how to move between systems and be just like updated on shit. And you just can't get stagnant in your thoughts when it comes to what's in the new because that's what people need. People need people that can market to today's social media and all of that. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're going back to that age where it was I don't care if you got a degree, can you do the job? Yeah. Yeah, that's how my job is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's why I, I put up a post. That's how my job is. They're like, I don't care if you got a degree, can you do the job? Yeah, like, can you handle all of this inventory? <laughs> right. Yeah, and realistically, it's kind of like the degree is not about what you got the degree in. It's about the fact that, okay, Mitch, we see that you could commit to something for four years. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, I it. feel like that's all a degree can kind of tell you is like how long are you willing to like basically like like you can start and then also finish something. Basically. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that ass. If I was in a ten year marriage, that shit is going on my resume because that was work. <laughs> you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that was work. That was kind of me. <laughs> I made it, and I'm still standing. I'm still here. Like I don't understand how people be working, like jobs that are like hectic and going home to a whole other person with feelings like it's hard yes but that's not what today's episode is about (laughs) (laughs) so like um how to prepare for recession as far as like reducing expenses ask yourself like do you need it do you need the cable do you need to buy your kids know. more toys? Do you need to um, get another car? Not no cable. Exactly. Do you need more shoes? Do you need more bags? Mm-mm. I do gave you... Xfinity the boot. I told them take that bill and shove it up their ass. Xfinity be so expensive. I don't even understand. Like they do, you... do it, then when you leave, they then try to hook you up. Of course, <laughs> all this shit that you've been asking for the whole fucking the time. Whole now we got it. With ass, listen, like... listen. I don't even want to with the hoes for two years. I would have been for like a year and a half. I kept asking them, "How much is this? How much is that?" Oh, it's gonna be about the same. I like, all right, bet. I done switched over went to somebody else. They're like, "Well, you can get this and this for this amount of money." And I told them over the phone. I said, "When I asked y'all, y'all couldn't change it. Now right. that I left, y'all want to change the shit? Right? Kiss my motherfucking ass. Kiss the blackest <laughs> part of my ass." <laughs> Like, do you need to go on another vacation? Do you need more high tech shit? Is it really a need for you to update? Pause, pause, go back to vacation. (laughs) Do you need more vacation? Hell yeah, nigga. I need like six vacations a year, man. I mean, you want them, but do you necessarily need them? Yes, for my mental health. Yes, oh I I think that you ain't gotta go across the country each time, but down the well, that ain't that, vacation. That, that, that's, that's like a cheap trip. that's like staycation esque. 
It's not staycation S. Staycation S is if you're staying in the same city. Like, if you're driving, like, a couple hours to get outside the city or whatever, that's still like a little mini vacay. See, my I, I need one six times a year. I cannot. You you hardly ever at home. So. I need to go to Hawaii, but that's neither, but that's neither here nor there. Don't even More bring there. that up. Don't Thanks, even Ari. bring that up. Thanks, Ari. Right. <laughs> He's so beautiful. Thanks, cheeks. It don't matter. Beautiful little badass. I can't. She ain't bad for me to fuck. That's what it is. <laughs> um, preparing for a recession, you need to pay down as much debt as you can. Thanks. You've been good about oh, that. Yeah, yeah. You got that car paid off. Yeah, September 2019. Yay. My last payment was $222. Yeah. You ain't played the numbers? I didn't. You should. Oh, God. If that don't sound like I'm in my 30s, I don't know what to. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Listen, I'm not even in my 30s. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, that is like a liberating feeling, okay? I'm sure. Mm-hmm. No, buy another but, car now. I was just gonna say now I want a new car. <laughs> I want no, don't fall for it. I wanna get, I wanna get that feeling of paying off these student loans. Yeah. I well, it so that so 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 I paid off one of the twenty some loans that I got. Shit, bitch. <laughs> Oh, but it wasn't a big loan though. It was like Which the guy, he got her masters too. So I know. Right. But not even that. Like for some reason they took because well, you know, State Farm paid for my masters. Yeah. Right. But they took um they like my loans is like a thousand, eight hundred, four thousand, like these small amounts. But they took it and created like 20 loans with it. So it's still the same balance, but it's like the number of loans is like. Some loans. are probably like subsidized, some are private, all of that shit. Oh no. I'm like, man, that shit is crazy. But um, yeah, Safe Farm paid my whole MBA program. And look, please, please expand on that, that people should look into their jobs to see if they do that. People should definitely um, look into their jobs that do that. Um, I think what people do is is that when they get that couple of five thousand per semester, they don't pay it towards their tuition. They do other shit with it, and that's the problem. That's what I did. Shit. <laughs> Listen, when they gave me that that leftover that stipend, I said, "What the fuck?" I said, "Half of this is going in my checking. Half of this is going in my savings." I mean, and granted, you can do that, but stipend, like, I think people don't understand is that, is, is that that's still money that, that, you know, like, you borrowed from somebody. You know that's what I mean? That's a fact, but still, you, you know what I did with it? I, I had paid stuff off for my credit to go back up. Right, and that makes sense. That's smart. Like, that makes sense. I'm saying people who go and go on vacations. Oh, you mean go balling? Mm-hmm. Right, like, go balling, but... um. Yeah, definitely. Like a lot of these companies get get like tuition reimbursements, and what y'all don't yeah. know is that they they're not even paying for it; they write it off. Oh yeah, and they get reimbursed for it, so it's like free. Like nobody's paying for it really at, at the end of the day. And you get to keep that is, like when people look at jobs, like they don't look at like the benefits of it. They really want like they look at you know I get health insurance, I get vision, I get dental. Okay, cool. What's my pay? Yeah. Right. Right, and then some companies want you to be there for a certain period of time. Some don't, 
And then, of course, depending on what program um, you're in, they want you to ha- have a certain grade average. Um, mm-hmm. But you just have to have to look at your company's perks. Yes. Yeah. And I just feel like, you know, yeah. I feel if you're working at a company, you know, you, you slaving, you're doing a good job, take full advantage of whatever benefits they have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just a little nugget to throw out there. Milky, yeah. Milky, I'm still using my jobs. My old jobs are benefits on rentals, but shh. $20,000, y'all. So that show did use that, uh, so that show did use that code for uh, a <laughs> rental car. <laughs> Listen, it's so good. <clears throat> oh, and I got upgraded for SUV. Really? Yeah. Okay. You better go ahead. They were like, they were like, well, this is the only car that we got. It's a four edge. I said, okay. How was it on gas? Uh, it was all right. It wasn't too bad. Okay. I probably maybe filled up like twice. Mm, okay. Going and maybe like one time coming back. When I rented that, um, that was it. It was a Nissan, a twenty six, a twenty seventeen Nissan mm-hmm. to go to Florida from. Atlanta and I only filled up a half a tank one time when I was in Florida. Like I never had to run a car, y'all. It's 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 not that bad, but the customer service has to be like A1 or else it would be death. Yeah, it's kind of it's convenient at times. Mm-hmm. I already want all my companies done, but not me. <laughs> what's really good? I had no problem. What's really good um, <laughs> with renting a car is definitely having a credit card on Pivot because yeah. I'm noticing that the deposit that rental people want is getting higher. Oh yeah, definitely. So use it AMX. <laughs> that's, that's something good to have. Um, I don't know if you guys want to talk about credit cards with benefits. On what credit cards or uh, accounts people should have? Since mm, you guys have been exploring yeah. a little bit, I feel like people um, should definitely have four hundred one ks. Yeah, um, for sure. I think that's like a lot of people accounts that the people don't have. Um, I already right, and this may not be an account, but like even like life insurance. You know what I mean? Like stuff like. Um, what is it? Term life, I think. No, like the I one think that no, has, it's a whole um, life. I think it's a whole life, not a term life. Yeah, whole life that has cash value in it, mm-hmm. to where you could save. I think that. Um, Listen, when it, one nugget this uh, real nice white lady told me that I used to work with at State Farm, Heather. She was like, get a whole life policy because she was like, with a whole life policy, you could borrow with you throughout the life of the policy. Right. And she said what you could do is depending on uh, how much your policy is worth, you can get you can borrow up to twenty five thousand and then you can use it as a down payment for your house. Mm-hmm. Yep. And this is why a lot of brown folks at funerals be fighting and shit because nobody prepared with a life insurance policy. Right. Or they did have a life insurance policy and they tell them about it. Mm-hmm. Like my mom, I had to ask my mom that shit, and she was like, "Yes, I have a life insurance policy. This is how much is for." And out of all of my kids, my mom has five kids. She said, "Only you and Nathan, which is my youngest brother, will be getting 
cash value mm-hmm. out of it. But it ain't. It's not much. But I'm mm-hmm. just like, okay. But she doesn't want a funeral. She doesn't want all that extravagant, unnecessary shit that I think is unnecessary. She just wants to be cremated. Yeah, my mom's the same. Yeah, I want to be cremated too. I do too. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, so spread me over the Pacific with the whales. I want I want the girls to make jewelry out of me and they get a piece. Oh, I don't know about all that. <laughs> you, can, you, can make, like, <laughs> you can make like diamonds out of your ashes. I know. That's what I want. Yeah, but um, definitely that. I mean, so with credit cards, I mean, I can just tell y'all what works for me, but I mean, I have Capital One, First Premier. First... First Premier is good because they report to the credit bureaus a lot faster. Um, but in regards to that, I would say if you can't get a credit card, then that's fine. Just just, just, get, a, just, just get a secure card. And then it'll it help you build your credit. Mm. Good idea. It also says that you should adjust your 401k to prepare for a recession too. Because a lot of people, yes. what you mm-hmm. the, the percentage of what you have coming out of your check to go in your four hundred one k really is not going to put a dent in the long run. So if you can adjust it, adjust it. And then a big one that they said is side hustle, side hustle, side hustle. Oh, definitely. Yeah. But going back to four hundred one k, I think that people should also like read their company's terms because your company would can match like what you put up to a certain thing. So if you put it and they match it, then that also gets your balance higher as well. Mm-hmm. Side note, you can also borrow for your 401k as a down payment for your house. Yes, you can. It's called a general loan, but you can do yep. more than one. Yeah. And you and you can do a hardship loan too if times fall hard. Yeah. So if you're on the verge of losing your house and getting evicted, you had a um emergency that caused some damage to your primary residence, then um, yeah, you, you can do that. Yep. You will have some tax penalties, but at least you won't lose your home. Mm-hmm. What are some like good side hustles you um, think people should look into? Child retail. <laughs> Especially for the holiday season. If you right. really, if you really... like no shade though, like retail, like because retail, think about it, retail is always hiring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, retail yeah. always, always hiring, and then yeah. depending on where you go, at you don't even have to work every day. You can even just work on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the warehouse, um, like Amazon, mm-hmm. Walmart, um, DC, Target, DC. Like they're hiring seasonal. Mm-hmm. Um, but you gotta also think about that. Not every location has a distribution center, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean. Yeah, but there's some like I mean, there's a a, a lot around here. True. If, if well, in selling, Atlanta, yeah. If you're selling like products online, that could be something. True. If you have like a hobby and it, you know, allows you to make a product to make money, that could be something. Right, or even learn how to do something. Learn how to do hair. Learn how to do nails. Learn how to cut hair. Like, learn learn a trade. Learn something that can like you know you can do in your leisure. Right. Oh, like do consulting or like get a, a, get a real estate license. Like anything that'll keep your overhead expenses low. Exactly. Starting out. Tax class because tax is coming up every year. That's a good side hustle to have. Yeah, take a tax class. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. What else? What else? You know, FedEx and UPS is always hiring during the holidays. 
Right. And then a lot of these, and then also a lot of these seasonal positions that you get during the summer and the holidays can turn into permanent positions. Can turn into permanent positions. They sure can. Yes. Depending on how much your feet can take. Right. Um. <laughs> yeah. Side hustles is definitely a must. Yeah, definitely. Especially if you're trying to, like, you know, save up to, like, pay stuff off. I mean, that's what I'm doing. And Mm -hmm. even, like, just to save up, just to have extra money, like, you already know, like, you know, yeah, my main job covers my bills, but I only have enough to save after X, Y, and Z, and I want to start saving more. Get you a little side hustle. Just, Just start putting that money in your savings account and don't touch it. Right. Like for example, myself for example, I um got um I I started doing like notarizing mm-hmm. like of, of um documents. Twenty five dollars, fifty seven dollars here and there. I mean it adds up, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. And it's like I could like go see you. I don't I don't have to have a whole storefront, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like low overhead expense. Mm-hmm. That's good. So yeah, like y'all can do stuff like consulting. Like, every, I feel like everyone needs something. Yeah, right. like, like everybody can't do everything. But that's my thing. Like everybody has like something that they're naturally good at without putting a lot of effort in. It's just like a lot of people don't tap into that shit, don't feed that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, they think that is not a big deal, but to somebody that cannot do it or doesn't understand it, that's something that's a need right and in a recession what really lasts our needs like what can you do that people will need not that people will want things that like people would need um it also stress like to have savings it's a lot of people even now in 2019 that do not have savings accounts nope Mm-mm. they do not have checking accounts that you know their kids have you know, Jordan's on, uh, you know, all these like name brand stuff, but they don't have any savings. They don't have an account. They don't have like nothing set up. Speaking of accounts, not to cut you off, but -hmm. speaking of accounts, if you're looking into open like different, like if you're interested in saving, if you're interested in earning more money, look into putting your money in in banks with interest bearing accounts mm. where every month you get interest mm. and what so like so like they have interest bearing say like savings of course and then they also have interest bearing checking accounts so like just google accounts you can even look on their wallet okay mm-hmm. and then they'll definitely like tell you something like i have an account that's an interest bearing checking account for a bank that's not even in Atlanta, but I was able to open the account and they're able to like just send everything to me and they won't charge me like ATM fees or nothing like that. I mean, I don't put no money in it, but I got it just in case I need it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's so many options now with just just having an account, just having something. There's um a lot of online online banking that has no minimums has no limits on what you can do, um, doesn't limit your transfers. Like There's so many ways now to have your money just liquid to be able to do a lot of things. That I don't understand when people come into a line and be like, oh, I don't have a credit card or I don't have 
any of these cars. Do y'all right. see such and such? Like, no. And what really pisses me off is motherfuckers are still gumming up in somebody's line with a motherfucking check. That's okay. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are like really, really old fashioned people. That's <laughs> old people because my mom still writes checks. What? Like I like this is this. I had to get a book of checks because sometimes when I pay the girls camp, they they don't take cash. They take money order or a check. So sometimes if I don't go to Kroger or Publix and get a money order, I'll just write them a check. But what's really annoying about writing a fucking check to people is they'll hold on to that shit for three to four months. And, you, gotta, you gotta balance that out and deduct yeah, it. Yeah, and when when she pushed the checks through, I'm just like, where, where who been spending my money? <laughs> and then I, I looked on my like transaction and I see all the checks that she cashed. I'm just like, right. Wait, at one time? Yeah, so like uh-huh. so like the checks I gave her in the checks I gave her in like I wanna say August. She cashed three of them four days ago. Nah, you got one time to do that shit to me, bitch. I'm finna give you ass some money order. But- I'm making it on a point. <laughs> I'm making it on a point to get you money order. Because you're not finna be taking like hundreds and hundreds of dollars out of my account at one fucking At one time? Like but see, but see, because I know it was a, like a small amount that I paid mm-hmm. her each time. I kind of was expecting that money to go. So there was like a okay. certain amount of money I was not expecting to have. So this, time, daycare is expensive. I'm thinking you wrote her like five hundred dollars checks and fifteen hundred dollars. Oh no, 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 no. Oh no, 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 no. So oh. every time I would get money and be like, Okay, so that wasn't taken out, that wasn't taken out, and then I saw that she took it out. So now I just make it a habit of please take your ass to Kroger or Publix and get this money order so it could be gone. Fuck that uh-huh. bitch. You got PayPal, you got Venmo. I'll send it to you. She right. don't take that. Because I be having plans <laughs> with my money and I need shit to come out whenever I pay you. Yeah. Not whenever you want to go take your funky ass to the bank and cash your check. Okay. My my insurance is like that too. Like, why the fuck y'all gave me a, a, a specific draft date if y'all not going to take it out? Who, your car insurance? Yeah. Well, with that, I, I could see because it takes them like three days for it to clear. Oh, no. Nah, Garko hit a nigga up on the 17th. <laughs> Um, Progr- I called Progressive and I was like y'all gonna take this money or not they was like oh we don't touch it until after 10 o'clock of the day uh uh-uh. uh nah, Geico hit, hit me up on the 17th and if the 17th fall on the weekend they're gonna hit it up the but, day you know, but you know where that comes in handy is when you like need to get a deposit and you haven't deposited some shit and you have up until 10 o'clock to pay some shit yeah, it, it could come in handy, but I was just like, I know my my account looking too cute right now, so I need you to go ahead and take this money. <laughs> right, listen. But now I kind of like pre-plan stuff like that. So like when I got paid on Friday, even before I got paid on Friday, I kind of already like laid everything out to know how much money I got to spend. Yeah. Listen, I need to know I got paid. <laughs> so okay. I got paid. I'm trying, like, like I'm trying to get like you. No, yes. y'all listen. So I was told that we could pay on the 1st and the 15th of the month, right? So I checked my account on October 11th. And I was like, I got paid today. <laughs> and, um, and I was like, wait a minute. Like, why did it come like three days early? It depends on your bank. 
But, you know, the only time that I ever never, I, I had like two and a half years where I never checked my bank account because I was working three jobs in rotation in New York and I had nothing to pay but a small amount for rent for my room, my phone bill, and that's it. I ain't have no utilities. I had no motherfucking kids. I was just working, flying out, spending money, and chilling. Mm-hmm. Now it's kind of like oh everybody God. taking my money. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody, like everybody is fucking my bank account with no lube right now. Listen, <laughs> just raw, raw dog at me. Okay, they're just spitting on it, and then they're like, oh. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> I feel like that too, though. But um, I think once you keep a steady flow of money, you will be able to maintain yourself through a recession. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think you will, too. And I think that you... But it starts now, though. Like, you need to start now. Like, don't wait till it happens. Like, you got to get in the habit right now. Yeah, like, right now, right now, you can make $10,000 a month living in San Francisco and be considered low income. Yep. Can you imagine? Like, damn, like, people are literally, Yeah, but San Francisco crazy expensive. They're being kicked out their house because they just can't afford that shit. They can't afford that way of living. My my brother went to um, California, like, two weekends ago, and he was like, that shit ain't nothing but a whole bunch of homeless people. Mm-hmm. Um, a- it's New York prices for shit. Yeah. Basically, hella traffic. California, yeah. basically, like ba- California, especially LA, is basically New York with on the beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then it's crazy, and then it's crazy because it's like everybody. So like when I went to LA mm-hmm. with my homeboy, and my homeboy kept asking people like, "What is there to do? What is there to do?" And like people were like, "Oh, you know, I, I really don't know. All I do is work all the time. Like regular ass people have to work all the time." In, right. like, in order to make to make ends, but but that's the thing. Like my my friends in um, New York, they had like a um, apartment in Soho. Um, that one she grew up in the apartment. They renovated it, mm-hmm. so they got to keep the same price that like her parents was making. Meanwhile, the people right next door was like eight to an apartment, paying like twenty eight k a month. Yeah. So, like, let's say she was paying, like, probably, like, 3K for rent. No bills, no nothing yet. Just 3K for rent. Then you paying, like, water, light. Then um, if you have, like, a nice car or multiple cars, most people pay for having their car in a parking garage. That's, Mm -hmm. like, $800 a month. Then you got to pay the insurance. Then you got to pay your renewals. And then in New York, they have certain days where you can't park on certain sides of the streets. So in the meantime of you getting dressed for work, you got to come downstairs, move your car to the other side of the street, find parking, then go back upstairs, get ready for work, then go on a crowded ass, stinky ass, nasty ass train, go to work and then work all day and come home. So like the days when you're really off from work in like big cities, People are mean as fuck because they're tired and exhausted. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Like that life looks cute, but that hustle that you have to have, that mind frame that you have to have, 
ain't no motherfucking joke. No shade. That's about to be Atlanta in a minute. Oh, please don't. Yeah. No, not for real. They certainly can't like New York. They built enough shit. Listen, I moved to Atlanta in 2012. Mm. My rent in my apartment was 612. Mm-hmm. That same apartment complex. If you, go to, if you go to a one bedroom, if you try to get that one bedroom, one bath, that same one bedroom, one bath I was living in, mm-hmm. almost a thousand dollars. Shit. If not a thousand dollars. I was watching Jay Morrison do the math on how these people that own complexes just make a quick couple of billion yeah. just off of raising your rent. Like 5%. Yeah. Like these people are banking. And every year they raise it. Yeah, this shit is crazy. I just, it's like, you know what? Figure it out, figure it out, figure it out. Because <laughs> you got to think about it. You know, people are always going to need a place to live. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. They sure are. And, and as long as people keep paying twenty five hundred or three thousand dollars in rent, then they're gonna keep building properties. Yep, and, and keep raising, keep it. increasing it because people are paying the increased amounts. Right. Yeah. Even when Atlanta was cheap, I don't even know what the motherfuckers here are gonna do when the rent goes up even higher. Because when I first moved to Atlanta, motherfuckers had roommates, and rent was like not, not only like eight nine hundred dollars. Now the shit is damn near thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. There How are many roommates people, you got now. There are people in their forties and fifties with roommates. Yeah. Yeah. Pe- I mean, people. Ain't, just that, ain't no way I'm about to have wrinkly ass breasts. Worried about putting on a bra to go to my kitchen. They're probably not worried about putting on a bra. Ooh. Yeah. But they're paying it, but um, but I think that's the thing though with paying rent versus home ownership. Like people don't, well, well, some people don't want the responsibility that comes with home ownership. Mm-mm. Like, like they want to like get up and go as they please. Is 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 something that's damaged? They don't want to deal with it. That they 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 were the call somebody else to come through because it's so it's it's really convenient for them. But even if you own a home, you can call somebody to come fix something. That's if you got a home warranty. Right, but they're gonna have to pay for it. You yeah, but in a, warranty. And a lot of if people, they got a warranty, right? A lot of people don't understand their. Options. And if you put a warranty, and if you bought the extended warranty on the appliance that you bought, mm-hmm. and that's what happens when people buy shit like that. They just be like, okay, okay, okay. No, listen to what they're telling you, because shit breaks, shit falls apart, and also so, people when they're getting their homeowners. They don't never want to listen to what their options are. They just be like, oh, I just need homeowners. Give it to me. Listen to yeah. what you got. And be don't paying. even know what they're covered for. No. Y'all better get that floor back up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not nah, for real, though. Especially right. in Atlanta because you have, you know, so much construction going on. You have um, driveways that go up. And you have driveways that go down. It rains crazy here. Uh, water systems, like your sewer systems, are not the same. Streets mm-hmm. will flood. Um, uh, basements aren't something that every house has here for particular reasons because everywhere is not 
you know, leveled. Right. And people just don't think about that. Like Atlanta is one of those places where you could have a 400K home right here and directly across the street, you have a house that's for like 12K that's boarded up that look crazy as shit. Like on the same street, the same block. And they build fast, they, they sell fast, and they will completely revamp your whole um, neighborhood with the quickness, which is good if they that's the area they want to change up. But if it's an area that they're not trying to change, how, how long are you going to sit there and look at boarded up houses while you paying all of this shit in your mortgage? Like those <laughs> houses around um, Grant Park right now, if mm-hmm. y'all see what that park is looking like right now, all of their houses like that 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 want is going to go up. Just okay. just based off that park. Mm-hmm. Like that park looks crazy. I think it's gonna be like a restaurant in the middle of that park. It's like Piedmont. It looks amazing. Piedmont got a restaurant in the middle of it. That shit look amazing. As Does it? I never e- e- even noticed that. 10th and Piedmont. Mm. Oh, I think I've been there before. Well, it's not yeah. in the middle of it. It's like on the edge. Like It's like on the end of Piedmont Park. But yeah, I've been there before. It's still like in the park. Mm. Shit, yeah. uh, Piedmont Park got that country club right next to it. Right. Oh, yeah, I've been there before. They built an, um apartments over there. Oh yeah, apartments, condos, houses along the Belt Line. They're extending the Belt Line. That's crazy. Where is it going? To uh, Southside, right? Um, like Pittsburgh. Um, not even Southside. Kind of like where, like Cascade area, kind of sort of like mm-hmm. Atlanta, Atlanta. It's going yeah. like in Atlanta, Atlanta. Somebody took the Belt Line from the Southside on video on Instagram the other day. I saw that shit. That shit is long, but it's nothing but like train tracks along where they were taking it in bushes. Yeah, that's what they're gonna build. That's what they're gonna make the bell line at. That's so crazy. Mm. Atlanta's crazy, but if you into like properties and selling houses and building and take, bring your ass down here and get your money. Yeah, but please, actually, please, please, actually, please, please have some capital. Be, if you want to be a savvy investor, I will go out. I will actually move out into like the country. I would go to Detroit. That too. And a lot of people buying houses in Detroit right now. Mm, yeah, because it's like cheap. Baltimore sell well, but I don't know if they're still doing it. But I heard that they were selling row houses for like a dollar. Baltimore, Baltimore yeah. is like really run down because that shit comes with the crackness. Yeah, but the thing about it is, like, you can get it for a dollar, but you have to build it up. Oh, like, yeah. but you have to like live there. That's how the houses for Detroit was. Yep. Mm. And a lot of people at my old job, they bought property in islands, and mm-hmm. basically just rented it out run it out year round until they want to go and they pay somebody to come clean up the house yeah is it yeah so there's a lot of ways to make money and stuff you just have to have the right people the right business partners the right mm-hmm. life partner um that 
you know, sees like a common goal in order for y'all to grow and actually have a good retirement because I don't think people think about that shit. Nope. And I think also the thing about like with investing in real estate, you have to kind of like see the vision. So and you gotta have your money in order. Yeah, and you have you have to see that you have to see the vision for what it is, and then you also have to be prepared. Like you know, what if this is if it's not going to be a quick turnover? Do you have the funds to maintain it? Yeah, yeah. Think of inventory. That equity. Because where my mind is, where where my mind is at, where real estate is kind of like okay, everybody's moving into Atlanta. Tyler Perry Studios is here now. It's going to be Atlanta's going to be like a big deal. They already. It's already the Hollywood of the South. It's going to be a big deal within the next five to ten years, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about companies that's like, all right, our rent here is getting too expensive. Our taxes here are getting too expensive. Where are we going to move? Headquarters might be moving to Alabama, Mississippi. I think of places like that. These small little country towns where everything is cheap right now, mm-hmm. and they're going to be like, hey, we're going to offer our core employees like State Farm did. We're going to offer our core employees this amount to come to move here and train our people that we're going to hire locals for. And then once those businesses start coming there, then other businesses are going to start coming there. And it's just a monopoly of shit. Like, this shit is just going to grow. So, like, where my mind is at when real estate is like, okay, what's the next big city that's about to get popping? Mm-hmm. And also, like, um, Shit, I just had a brain fart. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll keep talking. (laughs) Well, my mom is in Mississippi. She stays in like um, close to like Ocean Springs, Biloxi area. And they they have this. They have a strip called Beach Boulevard. On Beach Boulevard is where they have all the casinos, and it's right off the golf. But shit in Mississippi is mad fucking cheap in South Mississippi. Yeah. But they're doing, but I noticed they're doing a lot of construction. They're getting a Macy's. They're getting an aquarium. So now it's kind of like, okay, y'all building stuff up to make this more attractive to people with money. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking in my mind, okay, so basically this is about to be the Vegas of the South. Yeah, and you got to think about it like if your job offers you, you know, an opportunity to go to another state, can you get up and go? Right. Like, are you in a position to get up and go? And a lot of people sit with, like, a stuck mentality, like, oh, this is my home. I grew up here. This is all I know. But there's more outside of your state. There's more outside of your city. And you can't limit yourself just thinking, like, this is it. You know what my mom always told me? No matter, no, no matter where her children were in the United States, or her grandchildren, she bust out another set when she said, uh-uh, got credit card, we'll travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you got if you got a credit card, ain't nothing to hop on a plane and go. Shit, even if your job paying you a couple dollars, ain't nothing to hop on a plane and go. Yeah. Mm. See your family come right back to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's what I do. That's what I do. Bring my ass back. Like my old house when I moved, it got my my old house when I moved into it, it was a three bedroom, two bath, front yard, backyard carport, right? Mm -hmm. It was seven twenty five when I moved in now. Mm -hmm. 
but she was paying all utilities separate, the gas, electric, light, water. Right. And then I stayed in it for four and a half years and it kept going up every year and they kept selling it. When the people initially bought that property, they bought it in foreclosure for 20K. Mm-hmm. See? So, but I left that house, they were asking for 925 with no updates, no fixing shit, just as is. And I'm just like, I'm not paying that when there's a lot of things in here that need to be fixed. So, I want to say a week before I was going to move out of that house, the company sold it the month before I was going to move out to another company that's in motherfucking California that bought a thousand properties in Atlanta. Not even seeing them in person. Purchased it from California. A thousand properties in Atlanta and my house was one of them. And the people called me and was like, hey, um, do you want to stay in the house or do you want to move? Oh. I was like, bitch, I already saw houses, did applications, um, packed up all my shit like I'm moving. Nobody gave me this option until right now. They was like, okay, we were just going to offer you the same amount of rent you was paying before. Oh, wow. When I tell you I was so fucking pissed, but I had the money to go ahead and move. But yes, that house needed improvements. But at the same time, because I was already settled in the house and my kids were there, I'm just like, damn, I could have stayed. But yeah, that's like how quick like um, people buy property here and just boom, boom. But they can buy it for so cheap, though. Oh, hell yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, especially if you buy it in bulk because you might have an investor yeah. that has a large portfolio mm-hmm. and then they're kind of like, I need to get rid of this to kind of like update my portfolio. But that's basically what they did. So when I bought the house, a company called Altisource that buys a lot yeah, of property in yeah. um, Atlanta, they basically were buying like, you know, middle class home properties, right? Mm-hmm. And then while I was in the house, they started buying like 300k properties so mm-hmm. now when you go on their website that's all you see you don't see no 50k home you don't see no 75k home you don't see no 100k home they basically got rid of all their low properties and hiked that shit up and that's what companies doing yeah so I don't know do what you need to do to make your money save your money get your money yeah. right mm. make it and save it and spend it wisely Listen, mm-hmm. but they're all working together, though. When you really, when you really think about it, oh yeah, oh yeah. Like the the project managers, the construction, the developers, the surveyors, the appliance companies, the people that come out to do zoning. Yeah, like, like they're like, all like, working together to yeah. grab from this pool of money. Listen, re- real estate. Let me tell you about real estate. When I got into it, I realized this is a relationship business. Like, you have a relationship with everybody. You have a relationship with loan officers. You have a relationship with closing attorneys. You have a relationship with insurance agents. You have a relationship with in, in inspectors, contractors. You have a relationship with everybody. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's going to be a time that you're going to need them. And they're going to be like, oh, I know a contractor. Oh, I know a real estate agent. Oh, I know this. Oh, I know that. I know this person. I know that person. And say that shit again when people try to be slick and not pay you what they supposed to be paying you when you doing shit. Right. 
I wish a nigga would. Listen, because I would let the next person know that asked me, hey, do you know such and such that can do such and such? I'd be like, nope, sure don't when I know you because you do shitty business. Right. Like, you have to, like, be doing a job with integrity. Like, my, um, one of my brothers, he has a mechanic shop and he was looking to purchase another um, spot. And this lady been sitting on this property, which is good for him expanding his shop. They wanted 90K upfront cash. Mm-hmm. Mm. My brother got the 90K upfront cash. So the next issue for the last four months has been um, because of all the changes around it, the city has to come out and redo the zoning. So he been sitting on this property waiting. The lady wants to sell it. He wants to buy it. He has the cash still and the city is what's holding up him up. And my thing is this. What if he knew someone that worked for the city that could be like, hey, X, Y, and Z, get out there ASAP. And I feel like those relationships that you have with people in business in a major city will help you move your shit along. And you never know who you might meet. You never know who you might meet. So right. I don't know. Well, today, I met well, somebody see, who makes thing, gas pumps. What you said, I'm sorry. I met somebody who makes gas pumps. Really? And another thing too, we're getting to know somebody in the city. They could have sold their property before the city was doing their whole zoning stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, even when the city did rezone it, he mm-hmm. still it still could have been zoned for his business. Yeah. After they did the rezone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like meeting people that, that do certain different things. You got to be nice to everybody. Yep. Don't I try. Don't be rude. And when people say hello, you say hello back. Okay. Say me saying hello back to this lovely man in the um piece of cake got me free cake. Girl. What kind of cake? Chocolate. He, um, I got he he was like, you know, I recommend you get the chocolate chocolate. That's no, he said the white chocolate was one of their best settlers. And I was like, Oh, I said, Well, I usually get the birthday cake because that's my favorite. But I kind of want like this key lime. I want to try it. So he was like, oh, okay. So he was ordering like three sheet cakes, 12 individual cupcakes. And he was like, oh, and I want to take care of her, this lovely lady here too. And I want her to get the chocolate on chocolate. I said, oh. I said, oh, thank you very much. He was like, don't worry. Welcome to Atlanta. It's on me. I said, oh, okay. Right. Little does he know I've been here a little bit too long. But, you know, being nice, being polite, and just uh, being open and having good conversation with people, you just never know. Right. Speaking of piece of cake, I want a piece of cake. Mm. That's my fat kid talking. Let me tell you how I bought six um, carrot cake, cupcakes for no reason. What? I don't know why I bought them, and I feel like I had too much joy buying it because I know my kid's not going to want to eat it. You're a cyclone? No! No, it's like, 
it's, 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 it's carrot cake cupcake and it has like caramel drizzle on top of like cream cheese frosting. Ooh, that sounds good. <laughs> Where'd you get it from? Um, Publix Bakery. Bitch, I'm going tomorrow. My weakness! <laughs> oh my god. I'm riding the Publix tomorrow on my lunch break. Um, and, and also Publix they have, they have their own ice creams and they have this hazel hazelnut um, amaretto Ooh. delicious ass ice cream and you have to you have to have it you have to have it it's so good it's, did, you have it with, did you have it with your carrot cake no because I just got the carrot cake today oh, okay. but, but that ice cream is almost finished and it's, I kind of want to try another flavor but it's so good. Take a picture of it and send it to me. Okay. It's so good. It's so good that I tweeted them. <laughs> oh my god! And they was like, they was like, they was like, I'm glad you enjoyed. I said it's so good. <laughs> oh man! Speaking of tweets, so um, tweet tweet So we have created a show. Kiki, Casey, and I is basically a book club audio and will be visual coming soon. We're working on it. Yes. It's called So What Page Me On Be? And you can listen to it now on Spotify, Anchor FM, Breaker, Radio Public, soon to come to Apple Podcasts. But if you would like to add us, we are on Twitter at What Page You Said. So add us, we're on Facebook, look us up, and um, we're just basically reading good books, sharing good books, and having discussions about those good books, and uh, chit-chat. So Mm -hmm. if that's something you're into, you don't really get a lot of time to read, and you want to know what um, some good reads are, or what you should get when you get some downtime, check us out. And not only are we talking about books, we're talking chit, too. Yeah, that's the chit chat part. Yeah, and we're eating food and talking about you guys. Yes. Because some of y'all need to read a damn book and stay off Instagram. Read a book, bitch. I feel like that's one of my um, get to know a man questions. Like, what's the last book you read? Uh, Right. The Bible. Listen, and a lot of men don't read books. I'm just like, ew. Mm -mm, No, they don't. And you can tell how bad they text you. Like, why are you texting me and spelling words wrong? Like, the basic words wrong. Because they do that shit on purpose. <sighs> yeah, they do. They too lazy to uh, type out the whole thing. Right. And you know me, I'm so petty that. <laughs> I am too when it comes to certain phrases. Listen. Like, when you tell me you miss me, I need a Y-O-U, not the letter U. No, when they um send me something, they try to be smart. Instead of me reply back to what they said smart, I send the correct spelling for the word they fucked up. Mm. And I don't say nothing else. Oh, well, I ain't got no problem no more, so. Oh, Lord. Y'all pray for me. I need to find a man by February. Child. A man. I need to find a husband by March. Shut the fuck up, both of y'all. I need to find a man that works all the time and just needs me to take care of his household. <laughs> so you're trying to be a housekeeper? And cook. No, I want to work. But I really, I'm really not trying to see you, see you. But when you come through, I make some time. But I just want to cook, clean your house, um, 
help you pay your bills and uh just make your house a home because a lot of y'all men y'all just out here with like boys in the in the whole house and I just where's your mother? Mm. I just, <laughs> like why are your shoes starting from the door to your bedroom? Like I'm not. Why is why is the hookah the hookah <laughs> the hookah shit all like? I can't stand a man who keeps his house dirty. Like I just can't. It's not it's dirty. Funny. It's just like not, not even organized. dirty, but you got shit everywhere. It's you know cluttered. Like I like I'm infamous from being in a man's space or men's spaces and like tidying because I just can't. Like I just can't. Like you got shitty. Like I like it's it's just so unattractive. I'm not gonna be turned on. Like I just can't. My nigga, why you got your gun magnum magazines everywhere? Like. Mm-mm. See, my issue is I get, like, this whole spirit, like, this throwaway spirit, and I throw away everything. Oh, yes. I live in that spirit all the time. And then the last time I did that, I got yelled at. Oh. <laughs> well, I throw away stuff, too. It's like, put your stuff up. Listen, I'm the dumbest. It's not even that. It's kind of like, I just feel like, okay, so I'm the type of person, and I'm guilty of it because I keep receipts. But like I'll just like one day I'll see all these receipts and I'm like I'm throwing all this shit away. I don't even go through. I just throw everything away. Can we talk about the fact that I have a receipt collection and I'll never return shit? <laughs> yeah, I have a receipt collection. Why do I keep all these fucking receipts? I just feel like something gonna come up as soon as I put that whole box away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, damn, I got the receipt. Like, shit, I bought from five years ago might come up. Like, is this like some type of like. This is this five year old. You can't fucking return that shit. You can't even read the receipt no more. All right. Oh my God, Kiki. <laughs> well, this is what, like, I keep them in like one of those. Um, when I buy bedding, I'll keep them in like the quilt zip bag. But mm-hmm. that shit is getting over flooded. Low key, y'all want to know why I keep receipts, right? Because I'm, 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 I'm such like an insurance person, and I feel like <laughs> I might have to sue somebody for product manufacturing. You know I what I mean? <laughs> like I'm just saying, you need to buy a scanner and scan them shits. Now yeah, I, ha- I had a uh, clutter freak of a friend that scanned in her receipts. Mm-hmm. I'm not about that life. I'm not that organized. I need calendars in like almost every room, but I, as far as like scanning and shit, I'm not about. No, nah, I get a scanner. I get a scanner and the quickness and scan everything. No, there is alternatives though. You can like always just just go back and look at your bank statements. It goes back like ten years. Damn, I don't want to see that shit because I've been seeing all the stupid shit I bought when I'm broke. Exactly. <laughs> Like, bitch, you spent what on this I'm just thing? saying, if, if you can't find a receipt. <sighs> mm. Well, this was like I'm a good ready. episode. Cute. It was long, bitch. It's long as, as fuck. fuck. It's almost 80 minutes. <laughs> as fuck. But this is information that needs to be um, talked about. So. And y'all stop, stop living and working in denial like shit is not coming. Right. And get off Instagram and go read a damn book. Unless somebody, unless somebody paying you for swipes on Instagram. You're right. It's not even that. Don't, if, if, 
not not even acting like it's not coming. Y'all bitches know y'all need more money, bitch. Go out there and hustle. Yeah. If you don't need it, send me some. Because I know I need it. Stop being at that job mad. And okay. stop. Can people really stop posting their motherfucking cash apps and, and shit like... No, I can't. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to stop. I'm going to post it every year on my birthday. And see how much money I'm going to get. No, I'm not, really ta- I'm not talking about... They I'm, not ta- I'm not talking about birthday cash apps. I'm talking about people that be like, Oh, send your cash out so I could send such and such. Like, are you talking about scammers? I'm just like y'all need oh, to stop. Yeah, no, 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 nah, stop scamming. No, that bitch. ain't what we're doing. Yeah, we we, we ain't doing that. Stop, stop scamming, ho. The feds watch. Look, look, taking pictures of stacks of money. I'm just like, I feel like I feel watching. like that's the same stack that's been circulating since people were selling body magics. Listen, I feel like you can buy that shit at five and below. Yeah, I know that's what happened to my ex, right? He was he was doing this shit and um <laughs> your ex was a whole problem. A whole problem. But he was doing that shit with um like that whole moneygram scheme. And um he did it and somebody transferred like two thousand oh dollars to his um account and he had Lady Federal. They shut that shit down so quick. So, ah! And they closed his whole account. Oh, shit, bitch. Fraud. Don't do that shit for Lady Federal, nigga. Okay, speaking of fraud, can we talk about this real quick? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's been, it's been a lot of banks fucking up and putting large sums of money in people's account. Wells Fargo. And people, they arrested the last couple. Like, they... Spent a hundred k of money that was not theirs. What? That's and it, they arrested them, and I hope they bought a house. They basically saying, um, asking them like where the money at. They were like they spent it. Um, I think like they gave some of the money to some of their friends to hold. Like that shit is crazy. Listen, let me wake up with a hundred thousand dollars in my account. I'm closing what? that account so quick. What you doing? Closing it. I'm buying a house. Okay, and what you gonna do when they come for you? Mm, I mean, the house is mine. They can't seize it unless they got some kind of federal. What, what if you they lock you up and based upon what they give you for locking you up, you can't pay maintain the house. Well, you really can't. You really can't buy a house because if you buying a house, if you're doing anything over ten thousand dollars, got the show. Yeah, proof. they gotta have it traced. Yeah, yeah, they trace. So it. that's why I said I'll just go ahead and I'll just close that account and I'll just put you know open a new account with like five thousand dollars in it. Mm. That's crazy. The other yeah. girl, the other girl last year, she got um I can't remember how much money she got in her account. She paid off her student loans and then mm. she got caught. See, that's the thing. Like people are not smart. Like you can't take a lump sum of money and pay or deposit anything. Mm-mm. Like that shit is going to the IRS first. That's crazy. Before it even gets posted to so right. it has to go to. You gotta deposit and pay over time. So like this yeah. is right, so like check it. I'm finna give y'all a little quick quick lesson in scamming real quick. So this is what you do. When you take all that money, right? When you get all that money, so like say the instance that couple that had over a hundred thousand dollars, I would have closed my jail. account. I would have closed my account, took five thousand dollars, opened a new account, got a job as a server. Mm. Right? 
And so that way, it looks like you got a regular, steady job. Exactly. And then deposit $1,000 every week in the account because I'm a server and that's my tip money. Exactly. See what I mean? See, see y'all need me. I, I, like, me and Casey can run this shit so smoothly with no nothing. If you watch enough mob movies or um, people that rob banks, you know you can't be out here buying gangster grills and chains and flashy cars and all this extra shit calling exactly. all this motherfucking attention to yourself exactly. you get big money Mm-mm. but see that's where that's where people people fuck up and then not only that they want to go all on social media oh yeah why at the mouth about what they got what they did xyz and <sighs> I don't know. I'm over Let me tell you something about social media. These government people, they use that shit against you. Your Instagram can be used in court as evidence. And I only say this because my friend's son got caught up in a whole bunch of shit based upon his post and his locations and the time frame. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Same thing with employers. My location is off. <laughs> okay. And whenever I do post a location, that's after the fact of me being there. I'm never there when I'm posting the location. Like, don't pull up. you cannot pull up. The fuck? Stop. Yeah, my location is off too. Mm-hmm. And if you go on your iPhone, for those iPhone people, you can delete your most common locations in the settings. Mm-hmm. Because your phone does track your common locations. Right. So, I don't know. Y'all be great. Yeah, y'all be smart about this shit. For real. Think twice. If you, if you get a lump sum, then just ask Casey how to clean this shit, okay? Oh, God. <laughs> <I'm> just <laughs> I'm hey, so you ain't getting caught. And then give him like uh at least 20%, all right? Yeah. Off top. Off top. Off rip. I ain't gonna tell you nothing until I see it. I can't. Where can they find Cash y'all? Cash only. <laughs> What's y'all handles? Where can they find y'all? Y'all can find me uh nowhere because I don't like y'all. Ooh. 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 <laughs> no, just kidding. I love you guys. And you I can find me on um Instagram <laughs> underscore key underscore moldavi underscore xo. Um, I don't really post that often, but I'm gonna try. Like my followers been like getting on me a lot about being quiet. Oh lord. Yeah, you got to do better. Yeah, I do. Sorry, Casey, y'all. Casey, your ass just came back to the Twitter family. <laughs> uh, I'm talking about Instagram. I'm not talking about Twitter. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm gonna try to get better at posting. I'm gonna get better on Twitter though. I'm gonna try to do better with Twitter. Mm. But anywho, y'all can find me on Instagram at case underscore and as in Nancy underscore real estate. And you can also find me on Twitter at case duh d u h realist. Yes. Bam. And if you have any questions on housing or buying a house and shit, he's he's your guy. Yeah. He's the one you want to talk to. If I don't know the answer, I'll find it. That's right. And you should have him as your realtor because he gets the shit done. Thanks. 
and um, he's gonna write you a, a really dope offer. Yes. Yeah. He gonna tell you things you need. No earnest money. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, y'all, y'all always know where to find me. She gets it pod on IG. She gets it on um, Twitter. I think it's I suck the meat off oxtails on Twitter right now. Oh. Don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> And that oxtail with the gray. Yo, grapes. so I saw a tweet from I slept the meat out. I said, I'm like, who the fuck is this one? <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. I saw that too. And I was like, wait. Listen, my brother made oxtails the other Sunday. And I was just like, God damn. I said, I got to I gotta reinvent myself. Because woo wee. That thing. But uh, yeah, that is it. We okay. have a question before we like ending. Yeah. What is a mud room? A mud room is basically where your badass kids come in with their dirty shoes and you basically can clean it and wipe it up quickly because it's in an area where you can handle all that dirtiness. Basically, it's the room next to the garage before you actually get in the house. Oh, that's a professional answer. <laughs> <laughs> <Very much so. laughs> that's what I was looking for. <laughs> so we can tell who's the real and who's not the real When I see on HGTV, that's what it be, though. Right, but I was hoping a little bit something more thorough. Forget you. Then of uh, kids. <laughs> Because everybody ain't got kids, which I can't relate. Thank you guys for listening because we've been talking y'all heads off for like 90 minutes. We have. We have. Good conversation. Until next time. Ta-ta. Bye. Good night. that's all folks if you enjoyed today's episode cool please feel free to leave a review on apple Podcasts or leave a voicemail on anchor if you did not enjoy today's episode don't worry there's more to come (laughs) bye